0: Buck 92.3 FM and AM 830 is WMMI Shepherd Mount Pleasant. Welcome to Spock Sports Show, presented locally by Barbary Law Firm. Let's look inside this week's local sports scene with your host, Chris Spockman. Hello and welcome to the Bird Bar and Grill for Spock Sports Show. From the Bird, presented by Barbary Law Firm. No Coach Gross tonight. Uh, he's got film study. Coach Wheaton from Sacred Heart should be here in a few minutes. We have got A.J. Dennis and his pops here from Oiler Football. Julie Maxson, Aubrey Garcia, Katie Shell here from Mount Pleasant Volleyball. Carrie Hamill also here as well from Shepherd Cross Country to talk about their monster meet coming up this weekend. But we're going to start with the Mount Pleasant Oilers. AJ Dennis and his pops Bill, Friday night, woo! Quite the game it was as you guys took on, who was it you took on again? Oh yeah, it was Bay City Western. It came in at uh, three and one. You guys were four and zero. Oh. <clears throat> Unbelievable game. We'll start with you, AJ. The offense, I believe you guys scored first six or pos- seven possessions. How did that <laughs> and
1: that make you guys feel? Oh, I mean, it was awesome. It's just going up early. Um, not really having to worry about too much, taking the stress off the defense. Um, but, yeah, no, it was huge, just marching right down there on our first drive. And, you know, yep. and getting, getting that first one in.
0: Yeah, Bill, did you? were you surprised at how well you guys handled things up front? You know, all week I was worried
2: because of how good they were last year and some of our issues up front, especially in defense. When we got that first stop and then went right down and scored, it takes a little bit of pressure off, and we had a big stop and held them to a field goal, uh, and then went headed right back downfield. It, it was great to see us run the ball. Um a couple guys each were at 100 yards. Logan threw for 200 and some. So it, it was, it was, I was happy with everything that I saw on both sides of the, the defense and offensive line.
0: Yeah, going into the game, they had a rush for 1,300 yards. You guys had given up 1,000. I says, well, here it goes. They're going to have to shut down the run. And with what Midland had done, what TC Central had done, I to be honest with you guys, I kind of expected them to run it all over with you. Where, where's the credit go to that, you guys?
1: Uh, I mean, all throughout the week, we kind of took those to heart. I mean, both those games. We just weren't going to let that happen this week. I mean, we knew that was their plan coming in. So um, that was the big goal this week, stop everything up front and uh, really lead the charge.
0: Yep. And I was going to ask you guys about the atmosphere Friday night, but we've actually got the homecoming queen here, Aubrey. And so we're going to start with you, Aubrey. What did you think? And she's from our Pleasant Volleyball. We'll chat with her a little bit more later. What did you think of that environment Friday night?
3: I mean, every single week people come out and they really show out in the student section. We have... People from every single grade coming out and screaming for the boys. I mean, part of it is our love for them as people, and then another part is just the insane support coming from the rest of the community for, like, such a winning team and with boys who really put their whole heart into the game. Like, it's easy for us to support them throughout it. It being our homecoming game, everyone was jazzed anyway. We spent the entire week getting all ready for it, doing spirit week, and dressing up fun. So... I mean, there's nothing better than being the homecoming queen in the middle of the field, especially next to um, another varsity player, Scooter Polk, who ended up winning homecoming king this weekend. Uh, that game, it was like electric. There was so much energy there.
0: Yeah, AJ, talk a little bit about Scooter Polk and the night he had Friday night.
1: Oh, huge night for him. Uh, so all his family's there, which is huge. It was cool to see. He was just electric out there. I mean, every time he touched the ball, you know be ready for him to be in end zone.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, and Bill, you know you have something you've been around Mount Pleasant football for a while, and I don't ever want to say that there's there's not a whole lot of support, but you and I have been to some games for a number. This year's been a little bit different, hasn't it?
2: It, it has. It, it, uh, the student section's been outstanding. You know, I, I think we're close to almost 20 years coaching here now. That um, this is one of the best years that, that we've seen, and that goes back to even you know the long runs that we've had. Um, the community sport, the students have been, I, I, I just can't say enough how, how great they, they've been.
0: Yep, and uh, AJ, what's it like playing for your dad? Bill, what's it like coaching for your kid? Kind of <laughs> open the floor to you guys here a little bit.
1: I mean, it definitely has its ups and downs. Um, it can be a little rough sometimes, you know, because sometimes we don't turn off the switch, you know, when we get in the car, when we get home. Um, I mean, we're always talking about football, um, you know, it's just... We have to we figured out a way to kinda of turn it on, turn it off. All right. When to when to talk about it, when to not. Um but no, I mean it's fun. It's been a little challenging, but no, it's it's, it's fun. It's great to have him there. It,
2: it it it's it's you know, got its ups and downs. It's uh you know, we, we get to laugh a lot. You know, one of the things that I enjoy is he still rides to the games with me. Even though we can drive, you know, we ride to the game together each week and we get to talk. Um after the games, uh always get a hug. Um Two weeks ago, I thought he knocked out my front tooth with his shoulder pads because he was pretty excited, but um, it, it's been great. You know, I think mom uh, struggles with it, too, a little bit. I know a couple weeks ago, we decided to turn film on at about midnight, and uh, she ended up taking our phones away about 1230. But, uh, yeah, so it, it, it it's enjoyable.
0: It, it's hard, but... We're doing well with it. All right. And, uh, A.J., you're somebody that possibly has a future in football. Is that something that interests you?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole goal. All
0: right, all right. And uh, academics go a lot into that. Somehow, something I was about with my buddy Jake Lazaroff. He's somebody that helps get you guys set up to go to that college. How important is that for anybody that's out there, that sixth, seventh, eighth grade that wants to go to that next level? they got to start worrying about it now, don't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's huge. You have to start taking it serious early, um, getting the right habits down, really learning, really taking everything in. Um, not procrastinating getting stuff done when you need to because you know when you get up to high school i'm sure college too you're not going to have that much time so when you have to get it done you have to get it done
0: and uh you and koala coming back i kind of thought you guys were sure things along the line and bill kind of want to get your opinion on this but b- between the both of you guys who's really impressed you on that line this year
2: uh, you, you know um it, it's fun for me because i've coached both of these classes as freshmen and now again at varsity so you see a lot of the uh how much they've changed and bought in, but we've got uh, Brennan Bunker at center, who's doing a great job. We have uh, Bailey Wrecker who's doing a great job. He's one of our seniors on the offensive line. We have Trevor Combs, um, Jeremiah Tony, who reps in and, and does a lot of things. Kenny Wemigwans. I mean, a lot of guys have really stepped up this year with this success. Yeah,
0: and you guys are number two in playoff points right now, number seven in the entire state. That's something, if I got some time solo I'm going to talk about, where all of our teams are at playoff positioning, but there's no let-up for you guys. It's BC Central, it's TC West, it's Dow, it's Linden, who's also highly ranked in Division Three. But if you guys keep winning, that could mean an awful lot of home playoff games. What's the biggest factor f- moving forward for you guys?
1: Just getting better every week, you know, taking every team Coach serious. Mack would love that answer, by the yeah. way. <laughs> uh, taking everything serious. You never know like, when those lights turn on, can n- anything can happen. So taking everything serious, staying healthy, yeah, those are just our two big things right now. Bill, you, know, you kind of agree with your son there?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to throw. You have to throw the records. Uh, it, this is the Saginaw Valley. Everything changes. We uh, just two weeks ago we were having dinner with one of the uh, linemen from uh, Bay City Western, and he's he's going to play at Western next year, or Bay City Central I'm talking, but he's going to play at Western Michigan next year. Um, so they're good. They have athletes. They're they're going to they're going to come after us.
0: Yep. And uh, Aubrey will kind of make you answer one more question here talking football. You guys are going to be there to support them throughout the rest of the season, aren't you?
3: Oh, my gosh, of course. I think there's really no doubt. There's never a question like, hey, are you going to the football game tonight? It's just kind of where are we sitting at the football game tonight and what are you wearing to the football game tonight?
0: (laughs) And is there a theme coming up for the next home game already?
3: For the next home game, that's going to be in October. Yeah, it's going to be a pink out for Breast Cancer Awareness All right.
0: Month. All right. I might have to pull out a pink shirt for that one. But, A.J., Bill, thank you guys so much for taking some time to talk with me. We're going to come back. It's going to be volleyball. We've got Katie Shell. We've got Aubrey here. We've got Coach Max. We'll be right back with more Spock Sports Show coming to you live from the Barbary Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios at the Bird Bar and Grill on Buck 92.
1: If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do,
2: my attorney is Joe Barbary, he can be yours too.
4: loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law, and we'll take care of you.
0: My attorney is Joe
5: Barbary, he can be your student.
0: It's never too late to add more sparkle. Silverberg Jewelers has everything you need to restyle your current wedding ring, transform your most treasured jewelry into new and unique pieces, upgrade your current diamond to a larger diamond, or add another band to your ring stack for a brighter, bolder look. Take advantage of our 50% off September Birthstone jewelry sale and shop countless in store sapphire pieces at unbeatable prices. Only at S. Silverberg Finer Jewelers, South Mission and Mount Pleasant, the people's first choice for jewelry for over 20 years. Come see why. Whether you're a recreational or competitive athlete, where do you go when you have joint pain, a sprain, or fracture? Not far, because My Michigan Health has a go-to sports medicine team to help expedite your care and treatment. Learn more at
5: myMichigan.org/wellsport.
2: It's the Barbary Law Firm's mobile sports studio coming to you live from the Spock Sports Show, right here on Buck ninety
0: two. Welcome back to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92, presented to you live from the Barbary Law from Mobile Sports Studios at the Bird Bar and Grill. Big thanks, Coach Dennis, A.J. Dennis, for joining me from Oiler Football. Now got some ladies here from Oiler Volleyball along with Coach Max and Aubrey Garcia is going to continue to hang out with us, the homecoming queen, and Katie Shell. Coach Max and girls, thank you so much for joining me. And unlike this boys' football team, I'll throw myself under the bus and say I haven't been doing good enough sports coverage. I haven't been to see you guys yet this year because they usually... Catch up with you guys around playoff time, districts. What, what's the record right now, Coach Max and Aubrey or Katie? You guys just kind of take it over. What's going on with you guys?
6: Well, we're off to a little bit of a slow start, but we're 9-6, and 3-1 and one in the Valley. Lost a tough one to Grand Blank. All right. Five.
0: In five sets. And I always say when you, when you talk about Grand Blank, it is like Mount Pleasant High School having to play a small city. Yes. It, it, it <laughs> seems weird to say that they're actually a school that's nearly three times the size of Mount Pleasant, but... That's how big Grand Blank is, Davidson, and those other schools. So when you guys match up against them, it's pretty darn tough, but it kind of really sets you up for the future going ahead because playoffs are going to be tough. That's something we'll talk about more in a little bit. But I imagine these are a couple of your team leaders, Katie and Aubrey, that are here with you. What do they bring to the table?
6: Well, um, the number one thing they bring is leadership. These are two women that have put a bunch of time into volleyball, and it shows on the court um, whether they're hitting a ball. Katie Shell is our number one middle hitter Aubrey Garcia is our outside 0-1 and they're both just extremely talented and have a work ethic and um, again just lead by example.
0: Alright so Katie I think I can picture the middle hitter you're going to be up there at the net sending them back right and sending them forward Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, Aubrey, for you, the the outside 0 1. I'm not a volleyball savant. You tell me somebody's playing a wing back or tight end, I know what they're talking about. To describe it, every, everybody knows what volleyball is, can picture the ball going over there. What, what's the outside o one 1 do?
3: Okay. So, 0 1 is basically just your number one outside. So, usually they're starting back row because as soon as you rotate, they're going to have the first three rotations in the front row so you get to have them right at the start of the game for a long time playing in your front row they're getting a majority of sets or passes to hit over that are not good first touches so balls that are out of control it's basically an outside's job to put them back into the court and put them down into the other side so
0: when I see those crazy videos of somebody jumping in the stands just send it back into place that's you that's you doing that
3: um, I'm making some crazy plays on defense, but also on offense. When I'm getting a bad ball, it's like finding a spot on the court. Your outside's also usually your finisher. It's called the strong side that hits. Right. So usually someone with a big, powerful arm is out on the outside.
0: All right. Now, I'm used to the Valley and girls' hoops, as Katie Shell knows. And, Katie, when I think of that, I think of the Midlands. I think Bay, Bay City every once in a while has a team, Heritage, that run – over a little bit, but still very strong. Kind of the same in volleyball, am I wrong? And Coach Max has said, you guys are playing everybody this year. No Saginaw Valley, North and South, like football.
4: Yeah, we play all over the state. Um, most Saturdays we go to tournaments, and we're playing in big-time tournaments, and we're playing the Grand Blanks, the Clarkstons, Traverse Cities. any Anyone you can think of, we're, we're playing them. We try to go out and find the biggest competition that we can find, and play them and show them what we got
0: and you guys need to do that this year because Coach Max and I were talking a little bit the district for you guys, like I said when I think of basketball, well it's always going to be the two Bay Cities and the two Midlands and Mount Pleasant not so much this year, you guys are going southwest, Coach Max where where are you guys at again?
6: Hey we're headed to Rockford, another
0: small city school yeah, Yeah. another one, Yeah, (laughs)
6: triple R size um, always been a powerhouse in the state, um, but they're an honorable mention right now um, as is Grand Blank, and we're hanging with those teams. So um, we're just getting started, and I think that we're gonna keep improving. And I think we might some surprise some people over over in that Grand Rapids area.
0: Yeah, well, like I say, if you guys took Grand Blank to five sets, that's one of those you guys know you can be them, just things gotta go correct. Does that make sense if I say it that way?
6: Yep. Yes. Yep, everybody's gotta be on. No plays off.
0: Alright, one of the things I was talking about with Coach Max and before was volleyball. I kind of think of it as the football of girls sports. Like I said, I'll keep talking basketball well, with you, Shell. I only got five of you guys out there. How many even is it exactly out there for volleyball? I'm, I'm gonna sound like an idiot here.
4: Six people on the floor for volleyball.
0: Alright, but similar to football, if you guys are not all exactly on the same page, things can probably go wrong pretty quick.
4: For sure. Volleyball is one of those sports that you need everybody. If you can't, if your passers can't pass the ball, your setter doesn't get to set. And if your setter can't set, your hitters can't hit. So it really takes everybody. Every play.
0: And so would you say it's kind of the football of girls sports? Does does that make sense, me saying that?
4: Yeah, for sure. It does uh, uh, does uh, to me. I just say, like,
6: our first pass is almost like your center not getting a good ball to your quarterback. Our setter is the quarterback. If she's off, then who knows what the heck's going to happen with the ball. So um, if we can get those two things in rhythm, then these two can do the job. All
0: right. And who are some of the other young ladies on the team you guys maybe want to throw shouts out at? Some of the seniors, maybe.
6: Some other
3: seniors that we've got. So we've got two more seniors. We've got Ellie Beltnick, who's a DS Libero. And then we've got Haley Reed, who's a big, she's six foot, six one, right side she she makes a ton of plays for us over there another girl that i really want to shout out is Giselle Wheaton she's definitely proved herself so much and she improved so much over the offseason she's a junior for us this year our other middle hitter and she is making some big time plays i think she's leading us in a hitting percentage right now yeah she's She's hitting a
6: 282 which is pretty good our leading hitter
0: 282 am i going to look at like baseball Mm -hmm. you're going to make me continue to try and convert sports here two
6: kills for every 10 attacks oh that's
0: pretty darn good almost three
6: almost three so um aubrey's also leading with about two and a half um kills per game um G- Giselle has 22 blocks. Um, Jenny Sun has 32 aces serving. She's our setter, um, along with um, Jordy Egger. Um, Finley Helm has been really hitting well the last couple weeks. Um, so I just we just need to be all on at the same time. Now I want to tell you that Katie's stats are getting up there. She was um, out for the beginning of the season, which is part of the reason our record isn't quite there because we didn't have our big middle in there, and we had Aviona Bailey, who's doing a great job as our um, libero now. Um, What's but, the libero? Was,
0: I gotta ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the libero? That's like the
6: DH. we right. sports on you. I, d- uh, hey, I like she it. She can only play back row, and she All goes right. in to pass. She's
0: right. the
4: one with the different colored jersey on.
0: Uh, Katie, you know me. You, you, know, you <laughs> know how I think right there. Thank you so much for that. And uh, One of the things I want to ask you guys about, kind of a question, make you guys laugh a little bit like I did to them. Coach Maxson do you have a least favorite part of coaching this group of girls? Uh, you guys, they're both in your head. What is it, Aubrey? You guys both I'm already. I'm going
3: to throw out a guess and say it's the fact that either we are perfectionists or that we ask almost too many questions. And it's not in the way that um, it's bad to ask questions or it's bad to learn. We are just we're such an athletic group of girls that we have so much potential and sometimes we want to do this thing that she calls paint by numbers where it's like we want every play to go perfectly and the problem with volleyball is you only get to control your side of the net. It's not like football or basketball or soccer where you get to physically contact the other team or physically stop them. You can only control what you can and so there's only so much perfectionism that can go on in volleyball because you never know what you're going to get coming over the net.
0: You get to answer the good part then, Coach Maxson. What's your favorite part about coaching this group of girls?
6: Um, I love their heart. <laughs> this group is, um, I don't think they know how good they are. And I i really think that once they get past that paint-by-numbers, and I wasn't, I couldn't, I didn't even think of that, but they do. They overthink a lot and instead of just play. Just go do your job and have fun and do it. Um, but yeah, I think that every day we're at practice, they're improving their passing, which improves the sets, which improves the, the kills. And I think that um, they do, they, they play together. They really love each other. And I can see that with the football team that we just talked about. They, they play for each other, and this group does the same thing. So I just cons- continue to see and hope to see great growth out of them All right, girls, together.
0: your least favorite part about playing for Coach Maxson? Oh, she points She points right to Katie. And, and if you if you guys just want to say nothing, you know. They, you, I'll, they, I'll...
6: There are no subs, so they, they're not going to sit. So yes. She you can't want.
3: sit me. I mean, we don't have a ton of backup. But I'm going to say my least favorite thing about playing for Coach Maxon, I mean, it's a bittersweet one, is sometimes we know how to push each other's buttons a little bit. I know sometimes I can challenge her a little bit at practice, throwing out different ideas. But she knows it's all out of respect, and I know everything she's going to say, say to me is from a standpoint from coach to a team captain or coach to a leader where she's just trying to communicate what the team needs, and I'm doing the same. So it's, we can go back and forth sometimes, yeah. but I think it's a good thing.
0: All right, Katie, you can answer the easy, Or oh, go ahead. You got something, Coach Maxon? No, I was
6: just going to say that um, I've coached these kids since, like, some fifth of them grade. since they were fifth and sixth grade and seventh grade. So um, – <laughs> We've kind of all, we've grown up together, and um, so it's a a good thing.
0: All right, Katie, what's your favorite part about playing for Coach Maxson?
4: Well, kind of like what Maxson just said, she's coached us since we've been in sixth grade, so she's watched us grow up, and we really know how much she loves us and supports us, and it's just, our team's a family, you know? We all love each other, and she's... (laughs) She's the star of that. so.
0: <laughs> that, she's the star of the family. We all love each other. I think that's a pretty good way to end it for you, Coach Max, what do you say? I do. All you. right. Coach Max and Katie Shell, Aubrey Garcia, thank you guys so much for joining me. When we come back on Spock Sports, we got a little bit more time. Carrie Hamill is going to join me to talk about the 140 team. Yes, the 140 team cross-country meet that's happening in Shepard. If we got a little bit more time, we'll talk playoff points of the other local teams. And, oh, yeah, the Beale City game, if you missed it Friday, it was actually Carter Fussman created a fumble near the goal line, went out. The back of the end zone. That's how Beale City win. promised I was going to tell everybody that. I probably need to get that out there. But when we come back, we'll talk with Kerry Hamill. Thanks so much to Katie Shell, Aubrey Garcia, and Coach Maxson for joining me. You listen to Spock Sports Show live from the Bird Bar and Grill from the Barbary Law Firm at Mobile Sports Studios on Buck 92.
2: If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too.
0: Barbary Law is proud to serve clients in Mid-Michigan. Ask your insurance company, any prosecutor, judge, and they know the name. He's respected, knowledgeable, and he wins. Barbary Law has won multi-million dollar accident claims, is an expert for estate planning, and Michigan's go-to divorce lawyer. When you have a legal battle, you need Barbary Law and his team in your corner. They work here, they live here, and they know us and our courts and will win for you. Great legal representation is right here in Mount Pleasant. Barbary Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally.
1: My attorney is Joe Barbary.
0: He can be yours too. Get hot water when you need it with a new Richmond water heater from Menards. With high-efficiency models, including tankless options to choose from, you'll find the perfect fit for your family and save on energy costs for years to come save on everything for your project with 11 percent off all richmond water heaters now at menards good through october 2nd savings are mail and rebate some exclusions apply see store for details save big money at menards we now return you to chris spockman and the spock
2: sports show live from the barbary law firm's mobile sports studio right here on buck 92
0: Welcome back to the Barbary Law from Mobile Sports Studios. Chris Bachman here with you, now joined by Kerry Hamill. You got me there, Kerry? No, he doesn't got me. Throw on that other headset there. I say, little headset issues, we'll figure out the one that's working. I guess another shout-out to Aubrey as well for dealing with that. So now it is Chris Spockman here with Kerry Hamill. And I saw on the Facebook earlier, Kerry said, been an ultra-focus on football, obviously, but you and I have been saying we're going to talk some track and field cross-country here on Spock Sports Show as time goes on. But some bigs coming up Saturday in Shepard. Literally 140 teams. Did I see that right?
5: Yep. Yeah, we've got got the Blue Jay invite this Saturday. We have uh, 95 high schools coming and 50 middle schools coming to our our big Blue Jay invite. Um, So it's going to be a big all-day thing taking place at Shepard. There's going to be four divisions of high school races, two divisions of middle school races. There's going to be races going on all day. There's going to be great competition. It's going to be a great thing. So if you're at all a fan of cross-country or just... Just kind of want to see what's going on, we yeah, swing on down to Shepherd and check it out.
0: Yeah, and if you're uh, somebody who, you know, I, I'll throw any college recruiters out there, anything like that. Boy, this would be a good place to. There's gonna be a lot of talent showcase there, I imagine. Yep,
5: yep. We normally have a couple college coaches uh, stop by. We've had a few reach out to us right now. They're also in the middle of their season too, so they they might have a meet or something like that. But I know, I know, there's a lot of coaches that are wondering. And and one of the things that we do is we have a nice live stream. Um, and live results that go really well so that they can kind of follow along even if they're not able to.
0: How would people check that out? out? Where do they go to find that?
5: So, uh, well, one of the things that's kind of cool this year is the, the Shepherd Public School District kind of really went all in on cross-country and having these big meets. So they actually um, funded a big project on our cross-country course, and they spent about $50,000 putting fiber into our cross-country course so that we have network connectivity all the way out on the course at the mile mark, the two-mile mark, and splits. And then also got some cameras and some speakers so we can have music out on the course. We can have public address out on the course. We can have live results that go online. We could do a really good live stream, um, probably one of the best live streams in the, in the country as far as the cross-country race goes. Um, so that's really you know thanks to some great support from our Board of Education and everyone at Shepherd. Um, but to check that out, you could go to freetracklive.com, uh, F-R-E-E-T-R-A-C-K-L-I-V-E.com, um, or if, uh, athletic.net is a big site for, for everyone, everyone that knows cross country track knows that site. If you find, if you can find the Blue Jay invite on athletic.net, you'll be able to find, find our live results in our live stream there.
0: All right. I got to give you a bunch of credit too, as well, because you coach Cahoon, while LeClaire, what you guys have done to build the track and cross country program there has been outstanding. And do you feel safe saying that Shepard has maybe the best cross country track in the state with that? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I
5: I, w- I would say that. Um, Actually, during COVID and kind of the downtime when there was nothing going on uh, in the spring sport, the initial uh, lockdown, a uh, couple, couple like Twitter people were doing like a, a bracket um, of the best cross-country course in the state, and we ended up winning. Um, maybe that won- maybe we won because we have a lot of uh, fans, um, but we did win, and I think it's definitely one of the most uh, unique courses. It's very spectator-friendly. You, you know, If you're someone that's not going to go and be able to run around a lot, you can still go there. And you could see your kid run probably you could see him five or six times very easily just just walking from spot to spot. If you're a coach like me who's going to get on their horse and they're going to run quite a bit, uh, you'd be able to see him 10, 11 times. Which you know sometimes we'll go to a meet and maybe I see the kids three times. All right. Um, and so it's very spectator friendly. Um, it's also pretty fast. It's very runner friendly. It's, it's flat because um, there's not really any hills here in in Shepherd or Mid Michigan very much. So it's a very flat course and uh, we just our maintenance department and when we designed it and did the creation. Uh, about 12 years ago, we just kind of try to think of everything. So it's, it's a really good course. Um, I would call it the best one in the state and probably one of the best ones in the country. Um, but others might argue, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> All right, so if somebody comes out for that day, what, what, what could they expect?
5: Uh, so the Shepherd athletes, um, we're going to run in the elite division. So we're going to run at 11 o'clock for our boys and 1130 for our girls. Um, I believe Mount Pleasant is probably in that race as well. Um, and some of the other the best teams in the state are there. Um, you're going to have some smaller schools, um, some of the other local smaller schools. They're going to be in the morning a little bit earlier than that. Um, then the middle school races are going to be right after the elite races, um, and then we have two kind of medium school sized divisions after that. And you're going to have a lot of the last division, which is going to start around 3:40 and 4:20. Uh, those that those races are going to have like your your Ithaca and your Elma and your St. Louis. So still some local teams. So if you're a local fan, uh, you could go and you're going to see local teams racing all day. Um, there's a five dollar admission fee to get in. Uh, we do. I did see we we're posting that we're doing credit cards now. That's six bucks to do the credit card. Um, and you can you can get in. You walk in just right at the at the as if you're going to a football game. You walk in right at the main stadium, um, and you'll you'll see where everybody's going. And there's going to be a Jose's Pig Gig is going to be down there with a the food truck. So you can come down, watch some cross country, get some good barbecue, and have a great day.
0: Yeah, and that was the thing that I was going to say. My brother went to a track and field meet last year that you guys had put on, and called me and said, "Man, would you you wouldn't believe what's good? They got a party going on here at the at the, at the track." And I says, "Well." That's the way that Coach Cahoon, Wyatt, and Carey do it because they're doing it right, and it's become a big thing. And so, th- if people go there, it's not just going to be a whole. It's going to be a great atmosphere. There's going to be some music playing. There's going to be a li- It's going to be a lively event, isn't
5: it? Oh yeah, with the music playing with the speakers, it's really cool. You know, normally you go to a course and maybe there's music at the finish, and you know you go out on the course and you don't hear anything and the kids don't hear anything. Well, with the speakers we got, we got eight speakers spread throughout the course, so there's uh, there's just basically the kids are listening to music the whole time. We'll actually have an announcer kind of giving updates throughout the race, kind of saying, okay, you know, at the one-mile mark, Shepard's in fifth place and, you know, this other team's in fourth place and kind of giving that little feedback. We're really trying to up the spectator um, what they can get because normally you go to a basketball game, you go to a football game, you know you know who wins. You know who's winning throughout the day. There's a scoreboard. Um, and then the, the event ends and you know who won. Sometimes in cross-country the event ends and maybe we get an email a little bit later with the results. <laughs> Our goal here is to make it as quick as possible. We want to know the scores throughout the meet, throughout the races, and then as soon as they're done, we want those final results pushed so that basically a spectator can go and not be confused. They can go and they can have a good time. They can enjoy themselves. I'm
0: going to try and get you to toot your horn here. I don't know if you will. How much of your TV background, uh, running Mac TV, has has helped you in this you know, facade of trying to make all this stuff happen with cross-country uh, film, and you're doing a great job with yeah, it. Yeah,
5: thank you. Definitely for the, the live stream and things like that. My background as, you know, a, a video producer and, and working at Mac TV um, has been huge. Mac TV does a ton of streaming um, for, live, for live stuff, and so that's just my experience there has helped a ton. We, uh, the camera system that we have set up is, is really, really unique in that we're just able to, you know, cover different spots on the course. And so, yeah, without my background there, that would be a lot harder to set up. Um, but it does kind of make my job on meet days a little bit harder, too, because I would love to just coach my team, uh, but now I'm kind of roped in there worrying about how timing is going, worrying about how the speakers are sounding, worrying about how the live stream is going. But I think for Saturday I've got enough help coming, and we've got some got some alumni coming back and going to help us out. So I, th- I think we'll be all set.
0: All right, Kerry, thanks so much for joining me. Saturday, what time does it all start? And what time does it all end? Because this is an all-day escapade. Somebody could come out at any point.
5: Yeah, so the first race is at 9 o'clock. Um, that's going to be our Jays division. That's going to have the smallest schools. Uh, and then we'll go to our elite division, which those start up at 11. Um, we have some JV races kind of sandwiched in there. And then the last race starts at 4.20, so we'll be done by about 5 o'clock.
0: All right, cool, cool. Kerry, thanks so much for joining me. I'm now going to ask uh, AJ and Dennis to throw on the headsets. And, Kerry, if you want to stay good. with me for a minute, we we're, we're going to talk a little high school football playoff Sounds positioning. Good. I mean, if you got anything to add to it. I know you're pretty plugged in with what Shepard's doing. And so first thing I want to acknowledge, Oilers right now are number seven in the entire state playoff points wise it's just in other words they played some really good teams and they beat them all and gonna kind of zip through d you know d2 five six and seven d2 you got midland at number eight they just beat tc central 21 17 and actually aj bail i want you guys surprised at that score with midland beating tc central you guys have played them both
1: i mean no i think we knew coming into it would be a really close game for both those teams uh two great teams you know both run the ball really well so I thought it was going to be a battle of the defenses, and uh, it just sounds like Midland came out on top. Yep.
2: Yeah, they'd be a fun game to watch. Yeah. Uh, but both very similar teams, both play really hard. Um, we know Midland a little bit more. You know, first time we played uh, TC Central, so you know it's it's good for them, good for Midland. Yeah. And Bay
0: City Western fell to number twenty-five. When you hear me talk about the numbers, the top thirty-two make it in eleven-man football. Midland down number twenty-nine. We will see them play. Mount Pleasant on October 14th in D5. Gladwin is ranked number 8. And Shepard just sneaking into the playoffs after their 21-20 homecoming victory. That's kind of why I wanted to keep you on, Kerry. Were you able to be there Friday night?
5: Uh, we actually were timing a, We were timing an invite up in Cadillac the next day. We we uh, stuck around for the parade. We did a big tailgate with our middle school and high school cross-country teams. Um, and then we, we ended up watching a, a live stream on the way up to, to Cadillac. Um, it seemed like a good win. It was very tense. I mean, that was the last three or four minutes. I mean basically, you know, unfortunately for that one individual, they missed a, they missed an extra point, and then it, you know, it was just back and forth, and, you know, I don't think Shepard could do much on offense in the fourth quarter. Um, so I think it was, I bet the last last three or four minutes were super tense, but I was glad they were able to come out with a win. They've got some great kids. They've had a really, had a really good start to the season here and hopefully they can keep it going
0: yeah they got to close it out with Pinconning, conning harris and ithaca and claire going to be important to beat pin and harris in these next couple weeks closing out with those two really good teams
5: yeah the teams i mean you know the winnable games you got to get you know i think you know claire um you know i think maybe it's gonna be a very tough game and obviously ithaca too so if you can get those a you know, couple winnable games there would be would be great yep. uh, no real quick question for you guys so, I, this is the first year of the new playoff system? Second year. Second Second year. year. Yeah, Can perhaps. you kind of remind remind me at least, and maybe some viewers at home who aren't familiar of the old or, yeah, or well, the new it, system? Yeah, well, it
0: used to be six wins in your end. Now it's not six wins in your end. And so, and actually, I, actually I'm, I'm going to talk about the D8 playoffs here okay. with Beal City, and this will kind of r- ring some bells here for you. So, I was talking about Mount Pleasant. If they win out, they're going to be in really good shape, playoff points. It's kind of the opposite for Beal City in Division 8. Right now, it's Detroit Leadership Academy with 46 playoff points. The next team is Ubley with just 36 playoff points. Then you've got Iron Mountain, who's 4-1, and Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary before you get to Beale City. So Iron Mountain already has a loss, but they are ranked ahead of Beale City because they have two wins over two Division 6 schools. Ubley has got a win over an 0-5 Division 5 team. That's why they got so many playoff points. And Detroit Leadership Academy... Well, they beat a Division II, one and four Hamtramck team, 40 to six. And so they are nearly 10 playoff points ahead of everybody else. So there are some good things that happen with this, but then not really so much. And right behind Beale City is Ottawa Lake Whiteford, who plays Kalamazoo Loy Noricks in a couple weeks, they're one and four. They're a D1 team, and so they're going to poof, jump right up as well. So there are some interesting things that happen. The no six wins that you're in is gone, and because I'm a dork, I did the research last year. 12 out of the 13 teams that got in with a losing record carry, did not win so only one of those teams won last year and so i think maybe uh bill and aj can add to this a little bit too i think the thought going forward might be eight weeks of regular season nine weeks nine, the ninth week playoff for everybody you almost seem like you want that too, Carrie.
5: well i you know i i heard it went really well in in 2020 when we did that um and then i've, I've heard that that's kind of kind of the talk um
2: you know, it took the with the six wins, you could almost schedule anybody to get your six wins. So now with this new points, you're rewarded for for scheduling bigger teams. And I believe if you look back, Flint Powers last year, three and year, six, three and six, game. and hosted. You know, so that was you know they they yeah, yeah you yeah. play a lot of big teams and you you get the points from it. Um Part of me loves the eight games and the nine playoffs. The other part of me is like. We had that, you know, oh, it was an earned thing. It was like, you know, a
0: goal you set that, that yeah. you know, we always put on there that we enjoyed doing yeah, too. But, but so for going back to the Beale City thing to kind of talk about this, we all know about the, the, the reputation Beale City football has in this area. Well, when they're trying to call a, a D5 or a D4 school, hey, well, there's not really any advantage for that D4 school to play Beale right. City, it's- even if they are 9-0, and 8-1. But there's a lot of advantage for an Ottawa Lake Whiteford to schedule a KZ Lloyd Norwick. Even if they lose that game, they're gonna get a lot of playoff points. And that's what happened with Powers last year. Right, right.
2: Really? Powers played, I mean, they ran the gauntlet with yep. with Grant everybody.
1: Davison, Lapier, you us. guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they played everybody. I mean, being the smallest team in the valley was kinda of, you already had to do that, but now they get rewarded for that. Yep, I yep. mean, I know now that they left.
0: And so, yeah, let, let us ask you, AJ, the one guy who's playing in this. We're kind of all talking about it here. Let's ask the guy who's actually playing in it the last couple of years. What do you think about that, the playoff points?
1: I mean, I, I like it. All right. Just, uh, I mean, because we play the bigger schools, so, I mean, we benefit from it. Um, we're now the smallest team in the Valley, like I said. Power's left. So, I mean, going up and playing the D2, Travis City Central, going over to Midland, playing the D2 Midland High, the D2 Midland Dow, Uh, The D2 Bay City Central, D2 Bay City Western. It's really rewarding for us. Um, So I think we reap the benefit of it. I think you kind of shut me up, guys. You
0: guys agree? (laughs) Gary? (laughs) Yeah, Gary gives me the thumbs up as well. Thank you guys so much for joining me here on Spock Sports. Like I said, kind of a hodgepodge rundown of that playoffs, but we are running out of time. Cheyenne Hole back at the Journey IT Services Studios has got to have a life. She's got to get out of there and do something. But so right now, Mount Pleasant ranked number 7 overall in playoff points in the state. Number 2 in Division 3. Beale City currently number 5 in Division 8. Those are going to be the two teams we're really going to focus on as we head towards the playoffs, and that's who we're going to be following as we get into the playoffs. In 8-man Division 2 right now, Sacred Heart is 19. They need to be number 16 to get in. Probably going to have to win out to get there. Hopefully be joined by Coach Wheaton, Coach Gross, Coach Mack once again next week, and Kerry. AJ, Bill, thanks so much for joining us. Another big shout-out to Katie Shell, Aubrey Garcia, and Coach Maxson for joining me as well. Spock Sports Show coming to you live from the Bird Bar and Grill from the Barbary Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.